Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RC Plane Lab Podcast. I'm Ron. I'm Tom. And I'm Dave. I don't think we can actually start a podcast without somebody coughing, clearing their throat, or doing something. Even after I say, are we all ready? During during the intro. Anyway. It's usually me. It's a nervous reaction. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. I'll just um, warn everybody, I will probably be doing a lot of that on this episode because I've been sick. That's what I was going to say. So you're going to be... He's quarantined like, off in the just corner. Like right now, coughing. Um, I'm but that's apologize okay. in advance. I appreciate you plowing through it. <laughs> and It's because I enjoy it so much. Making it out here to talk about toy airplanes. Yes. I do enjoy talking about toy airplanes. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yes. Well, those that are weird, I suppose. Hey, before we get started. Before if, we get started. If you don't mind, I would like to take a second to thank all of our patrons. I haven't done that in a while. Long time. Um, but yeah, thanks for the for the folks that go out of their way and give us a little bit of their own hard-earned cashola. Uh, we really, really appreciate that. And then to follow up with that, uh, we don't use that money to buy airplanes. Just saying. <laughs> It goes back into the podcast. Yeah, and actually we just had bills come due for the podcast in January. Oh, there we go. That works out well. Perfect timing. So thank you to everybody that has done that. And if you don't do that and you would like to, uh, it's super easy. Just uh, click the link. uh, Why are you laughing at me? I'm just waiting to see how you tell people to do it. Well, you are probably better at it than me, so why don't you tell them how to do it? No, I want you to go first. Come on. Well, there's a Patreon link on our website rcplanelab.com. Just go there and click the link and you can sign up to to give us money. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty much that simple. It is that simple, exactly. If you want to. Yeah. So, but we really appreciate it. It helps to keep the podcast going. And like I said, we, I promise we don't spend that on airplanes as much as we would want to, (laughs) especially Ron. He buys lots of airplanes. I have, actually, I'm down for the year. (laughs) For the year. And I, we'll talk about it later, but I think you're up for the year already. We'll talk later. Oh, I guess. Yeah, you are. Technically. Because yeah. I'm down three already for the year. One of them is, yeah, mm-hmm. it's true, so I'm up one. So I also wanted to say before we get into anything else, I have added a calendar of events to the website. I think that's kind of cool. So anything that too. we're going to be doing this year, which is very slim pickings right now because <laughs> we haven't. Uh, nailed down a lot of events committed. yet. Yeah, but um, events to be added. We have yeah. plans that we want to attend a lot of them. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, calendar events on the website. And there's also a little form you can fill out underneath of it if you have any events you would like us to go to. Yeah. Especially. And if they are if feasible, we will try. I was going to say, especially if it's central Illinois or <laughs> not too far of a drive. Right. Um, there's a form on there to fill it out. Let us know what you got, and we will try and see if we can fit it in. Yep. Uh, It's outside of Ron's comfort zone. He doesn't like meeting new people, but uh, I really do. Uh, So, like when we ran into the folks last year at Joe, or at uh, sorry, at Toledo, that was a really good time. So, if you want to know where we're going and you want to meet us, uh, meet the team. uh, Just check out the calendar of events. You make me sound like such a hermit. Well, you kind of are. Okay. I mean, I guess I can't argue that. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. No. That's okay. So, as long as he doesn't wear a shell, we're okay. I'm yeah, getting exactly. better. I you feel are. As you really I'm are. getting better. I'm more I mean, willing to do things that are not. You at are my a published house. author now. Published author. Yeah, you've got. Yeah. Oh, you've got a review and. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that had aviation. to do with anything, but thank you. Well, that was months out, ago. That's out of your comfort zone. Yeah, but I don't have to. Be getting better, see. Physically talk to people. Yeah, but that's pictures of you out there in the. As long ethos. as I don't think about it. But that's okay. why we're here as support. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you we'll talk much. to anybody. We don't care. That's true. Um, Especially if it's about airplanes. Especially yeah. if it's about airplanes. Yes, I agree. Oh, okay. Look like you didn't hear what I said. No, I, I did. I heard it. I was just looking, making eye contact, see if you were still talking. <laughs> <laughs> so we also on the website, there's been a lot, by the way, we've done on the website recently. You have done a lot on the website lately. We and you in spirit, <laughs> me physically. Um, there's also a new listener survey. You okay? Yep. Also a new listener survey out. Version 3. Version we're on 3. Right now. Yep. So start off the new year by going With a over new there survey. and filling it out and letting us know the question. Answer the questions that are on the damn website. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Take That's the my, quiz. my challenge to everybody. Yeah. Go do it It's now. super easy. Uh, but when you guys fill those out, it gives us uh, direction. 
I mean, it does. To put it, it simply, it helps us to know what you guys want to hear, who our listeners are, mm-hmm. what their interests are, and if they align with ours or if yeah. we need to try something else. Yeah, so we can tailor our content to better suit your entertainment pleasure. <laughs> Such a wordsmith he is. <laughs> exactly. I was going to use the exact same phrase. <laughs> See? <laughs> so good. Uh, I say at the top of my game today. Maybe you should get sick more often. Is maybe, it the, the medicine you're on? I was like, what are you taking? I'm not on anything. Oh. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Weird. Maybe I should get off the stuff I normally take. <laughs> Crack kills. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. That was back, back my old job, but. Yeah. <laughs> what, taking it or? <laughs> dealing with it. Dealing, dealing with it. it. Oh, not with it, dealing not dealing it. Dealing I got with you. it. I wondered what job he had. With it. Uh, also, I'm not trying to harp on the website at all, but the MB339 build log is semi-finished on there. Excellent. Um, it's still got some stuff to add, and we still have some stuff to do on it. Mm, but true. for the most part, a lot of the, the pictures and what we've done so far is live. Go mm-hmm. check that out, too. Yep. We're going to run that soon, right? Yeah. You need to make well, noise. Move may, some leaves yeah, around. Yeah, not, maybe not this weekend. It's I was going to say, this really cold. weekend's going to be bad. Yeah. And beginning part of next week is going to be bad. Um, so maybe we We're not getting the snow that we were supposed yeah. to. Well, well, that's the, good. For the next two weeks, the temps are supposed to be in the tank. Yeah. Really? I thought it was yeah. just like to the end of this week. I think this weekend. This weekend's Saturday the worst of it. or Sunday, it's like below, like low teens. Single digits. Yeah. No, I think Monday the and high is zero. Seven. Oh, oh wow. Okay, so it depends who you listen to. Well, they're all true. different. They are all different. But what I saw was And they're all high guessing of, anyway. I know. What I saw was high as zero on Monday with a low of negative five. Yeah, that's, to me, that's cold. That's cold. That's cold. It's definitely too cold to be outside tinkering with airplanes. Mm-hmm. Even if they're electric. Which reminds me, I flew today too, by the way. Nice. I know. I saw... How many flights? Two today. Two today? Mm-hmm. Good deal. And two batteries charged. So I saw that, like when I was at work, I was looking at the weather, the, the radar and the weather to see what was coming up for the weekend. And I saw today and it said five mile an hour wind. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, is that serious? Heck yeah. So I went to the window and looked outside and I was like, those trees aren't moving. I'm ready to leave. Yeah. But I had to wait till I got home. And first thing I did came downstairs, grabbed an airplane, and went What'd you fly? Flew. The UMX tw- uh, timber. Nice. Those UMXs, I tell yeah. you. They're, so, They're I mean, super convenient. One piece. Yeah. You can carry it while you're carrying your transmitter and yeah. batteries. Yeah. And go have fun. Yeah. Yep. So today. Speaking of build logs, uh, we talked about the beast that I acquired. We did on the last not, I don't think, episode. did we? Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. Oh. We um, did then talk about yeah. your basket case. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'm going to put some pictures together and put something together, and we'll put that on the on the website, too. Uh, just a, what to do when your airplane has a basket case. Just kind of like some basic uh, repair topics and things like that. Yes, I recently picked up a basket case also. You did? So we can talk about that in a little do bit. Tell. Okay. Um but yes, yeah, so we both have basket cases that hopefully will not look like that for much longer. We all have basket cases. I've got that $60 decathlon. Mm-hmm. He does. He bought it at Toledo last year. The, yeah. the you know, green a basket case build off. Yeah, the green thing that we couldn't quite figure out what the heck it is. It's a decathlon or a Satabria or it's, it's a decathabria. Well, <laughs> well, Tommy and I have big basket cases. Of the three of them, I would say that mine is more of a basket case than anyone's. I would wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Dave's is in rough condition. It's in rough shape, but it didn't look like it needed any major structural repair. What I can tell is mostly cosmetic at this point. Yeah. Okay, we'll get we'll get back to okay. that. We got that was more than I planned on talking. <clears throat> Sorry. Tommy's list. Oh. Do we have to talk about that? Like that's so you upsetting. You told to me. me, not me, you told us, everybody. I told the podcast. That's what I meant. The collective we. Yeah, all five of them. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> that you would have your updated spreadsheet done. I did. For this episode. I did say that. So And I I actually went to find said spreadsheet, uh, which I keep on Google Docs. Mm-hmm. Uh as per your suggestion, uh, way back when. Google, and it was nice. It was color-coded. Like, like I had each airplane, uh, the description box, like 
colored the color of the airplane, so it was a quick and easy reference. And, uh, yeah, I had every intention. Actually, January, I think after we were done flying January 1st, that night, I think it was. Maybe it wasn't that night, but it was shortly after. Uh, I had every intention to go redo, well, not redo, but just update the spreadsheet for 2024. Google Docs, uh, and I still don't know why, uh, pretty much purged my account of every document minus the last, which is weird. I don't know if they were because you shared them with me, but I could see your spreadsheet and I could see some of the podcast recordings, but my spreadsheet was gone. All of my voice recordings that we've, that we've done down here were gone. Like everything is gone. Like most of my photos are gone, like gone. So that makes no sense to me. I, I mean, like I, understand i wonder if you could reach out to google and just say hey why yeah i don't know because like i like i'm nowhere near my storage limit yeah because uh, i pay the two dollars a month or whatever it is for their you do so, so you shouldn't ever have to worry about that because we pay for extra storage too and i've never lost anything that's so weird all gone so did did you happen to accidentally delete something or did somebody else no, put on your account I... and accidentally delete something while you were gone no, I mean, they would have had to have logged in as me. Yeah. And uh, as far as I know, I don't even think Lori knows my Google login. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's bizarre. I can't figure it out either. It's disheartening. And I'm, I'm computer illiterate. Like, I'll be the first to admit that, like, technology and I, I don't hang. But I can assure you, I did not accidentally delete 10 gigs worth of files. So. Did you happen by any chance to look in like your trash folder, trash bin? Um, to see if there's anything on I there? didn't because at least on my computer, the garbage can icon, if there's new stuff in it, there will be a number next to it. And there was no number, so I didn't check it. But talk, I can check it. It's, I'm talking about online, though. Oh, I do most of this on with my phone. Yeah, but you should be doing it online, though. I mean, like, well, yeah, I, I, I do it on in, my phone. I do it on my phone when I'm on the Wi-Fi at home, so I'm technically online when I do it. But I'm not using my laptop, is what I'm saying. I okay, I got you. Uh, weird. I mean, I yeah, know. I don't, I don't know what happened. So, so the stuff- yes, I owe the podcast a updated spreadsheet for 2024, and as soon as I am over my anger for <laughs> losing my original one, I will build a new one and get it updated. Well, are you keeping track? So far of what you're flying and all that stuff? Well, luckily, I've only flown once so far this year, and that's pretty easy to keep track of. So I've got okay. four flights on the stick and three flights on the contender, and I got two flights on the V900. So there you go. <laughs> oh, and I got two flights on the, or one flight on the MiG-21. There you go. There's my spreadsheet so far for the year. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to remember that. <laughs> I got three flights. So what? <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I, um, me too. You shared it with me, and I tried to get to it, and it's not there either. So yeah. something is gone. Yeah, it's gone. The stuff that is mine that I've shared with you is stored on my drive, and you're accessing it on my drive, so that's why you can still see it. Okay. But I, it's weird. Yeah. Tell me about it. I mean, that sucks. Yeah. I even went through like my emails to see if you sent it to me, not oh, yeah. actually just shared it just with me, shared, but sent it to it me. To an email? No. Didn't didn't see anything. Mm-mm. I can share mine with you if you want. You can just delete everything out of it. It's all set up. Yeah, I, I might do that just as a starting point. <laughs> that sucks. I like to make mine color code and all that though, because I'm I'm a kind of a nerdy when it comes to spreadsheets, and I like to have like I like to use Excel. Like a lot of people hate Excel, but I like I use it a lot at work. So I'll set up exceptions and formulas and stuff like that. And so anytime I put a flight in and it'll automatically, you know, tally the flights and all that. And that's how my old spreadsheet was set up. Yeah. And that's one of many reasons why I'm so upset that it's gone. That's how mine is now, too. <clears throat> I've... So, I actually took it a step further this year, and I think it's going to help me stay up to date on what I need to fly. So, the way I had it set up before is I had all of my ready-to-fly airplanes on one page. Underneath of it was all the information. I really didn't like the way that was set up. So for this one, I changed everything out and put all the information on its own. Sheet. Sorry. It's okay. I feel bad for you. Um, but anyway, so I put all the information on its own sheet so it's not at all connected to the rest of them. I mean, connected, but pulls data from them and all that kind of yep. stuff. 
And with my goal of 400 flights, I know that I need to average 1.1 flight per day. Mm -hmm. So now I have on there what my average flights needed are, which is Mm 1.1. And then it automatically figures out what day of the year it is. Every day it changes. And then divides that by how many I need. Oh, or so the how other. many you're behind or ahead. Right. And so then it will tell me what I'm averaging. So right now, Nerd. I'm at, thank you. Right now, I'm averaging two flights a day. Nice. And the, it's green. Yes. If I get between, what is it, 1.6 and 1.1, it turns yellow. Yellow. Mm-hmm. And if it's under 1.1, red. It turns red. Nice. So I will see it and be like, red, oh, I got to go fly. Red is bad. <laughs> So yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of happy about that. I mean, that took a yeah. lot of time no, no, to figure I, out sitting at work when I was bored. And, no, I, uh, I I like that as well. That. Yeah. yeah, I may have to incorporate something similar. So I've got to do that, and then automatically tally all my flights. So do that, and then share it with me. You, I'll share it with you tonight. Remind no, me. I mean, do that first, and then share it with me. Do what? Set up that formula. First. It's all done. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. All so right. I mean, it's all on there okay, right now. Cool. So that's what I'm working with. Yeah. And then it will automatically tell me how many flights I had. The only thing it I. I don't know how to do. This is Google Sheets, though, right? Yeah. I wonder if it is. Is it compatible with Excel? I think I can. I think Google Sheets will export it as an Excel file. Okay. Yeah, do it that way. Maybe. If you can. We'll see. I'll try. Um, but one thing I'd li- I don't know if I can do or not, but I'd like to know, like Dave keeps track of how many flights per month. Don't you? No. Oh. Um, mine is super simple. I have the date. <laughs> I forgot. What I flew, how many times, and then I got a section for notes. Ran, ran over a gopher or whatever. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So each time you fly, you have a separate date entry? So yes. his spreadsheet is a is a, is oh. a calendar, essentially, and then on each date, he puts in the information. Oh, so that's why you right? do all is the that... math at the... Well, I can go through and I can do auto sum on hmm. thing, very simplistic things it can do. Mm-hmm. But I just did it that way, so it's super simple for when I get home from flying. I go click, 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 done. done. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not having to input a lot of a data, which I may or may not need and might forget. Yeah. So by doing it super simplistically, oh. I know it's going to be done. I just remembered. On my spreadsheet, you talked about a, a section for notes. I had notes on my spreadsheet also. And then like after the end of a flight, if if I thought – Hey, this airplane flew well today, but it needed a little, I don't know, rudder aileron mix, you know, to decouple or something like that. I would write that in the notes, and then I would come back later and I'd look at my notes and be like, oh, okay, I'll go adjust this real quick. I should probably put a note in there on the F-105 not to fly yeah. it in cold weather. <laughs> yeah. Because the servos get the very servos sluggish get and yeah. the hinges are stiff. Right. But all my notes are gone, so hopefully I made the changes I planned on making. Otherwise, I'm starting from scratch on a lot of that, which now that I'm mad again. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I will learn from your woes and print every year, print last year's. That's actually... That way I have a copy of it. Yeah. So like I'm keeping, once again, I'm a nerd. So every year I change it, as in I erase all the data of flights and all that kind of stuff, change the dates in it, but I make a copy of it beforehand. My plan was just to add another tab so, like, 2023 is done. Okay, start a new tab, 2024. It it brings it would bring forward all the basic information, but it would clear out all of the data, right? So, like, hmm. the airplane names, power source, all that information for each airplane carries forward onto the new tab, but all the dates and flight numbers and notes and all that, it's all cleared out for 2024. So I still have 2023's information, so I can go back to it if I need to, just clicking a tab in Excel. Okay, I can see that. Didn't even do that. I just started a new file. That's how I did. Like not new, but I copied it over. Yeah, and then so now I have twenty twos completely filled out. I can go back to twenty threes completely filled out. And what I like about that is I can tell what airplanes I got rid of and what airplanes were new that year too. Yeah, but anyway. Yep. Well, that was a lot of or dorky talking about. Yeah, stuff I wasn't planning on. Bottom line is, I owe the I owe the the. Collective podcast. we. Yeah, the collective podcast, um, a spreadsheet, and, and I'll get to it. I'm sorry to hear that. I'll get to it. Like I By said. 2025. <laughs> yeah, it does suck. Uh, yeah. So should we talk about what we've been up to? Yeah, let's do. Not much, 
but we flew fun. January first. That was like fun. we always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was cold. It was, but coldish. Uh, we tried out your new transmitter glove that you found at Toledo for five bucks or whatever yeah, it was, it was last year. Stupid like that. It actually, for as much fun as I made of you, I'm. I wish I had one. It okay. I like it, but I can see where you. Your concern with it is valid if you don't have landing gear. You cannot throw an airplane, unless you have safe on it or something like that, and it mm-hmm. climbs away. Mm-hmm. But you cannot throw an airplane and get your hand into it, it quick enough to right. have control. Yeah. But, I mean, if you got somebody there that's comfortable with hand <laughs> launching uh, to do it for you, it's... Uh, I, I tell you, it, it was... So, <laughs> I flew your slow ultra stick, right? Yeah. Uh, with the glove, and... Was that ten minutes? Yeah, give or take ten or ten minute eleven flight. minutes, maybe. No problems. Like start to finish, hands weren't numb. I flew my, what was it? Oh, I flew the Electro Streak also. Um, See, write that down. You're going to forget this. Like honestly. So anyway, I flew the Electro Streak, and it, for like four minutes, and at the end of four minutes, my hands were like I, I couldn't like take the wing off because I couldn't feel my fingers. I had to warm them up to yeah. unplug the battery. So it made a huge difference. It's a dorky-looking thing. It is, but... But it serves its purpose if well. If it enables you to fly, yeah, in the wintertime, then I'm all for it. Uh-huh. And like I said, we can... And I apologize for making fun of you for buying it. Oh, I, I'll still make fun of it because it looks silly. <laughs> like, I get it. But those things are actually kind of pricey. Like, if you look at the right. one I got, it's well over 100 bucks. You can really? get them cheaper. Yeah, they're way up there. Really? But they're very pricey. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. His, Especially, is, his is kind of like the deluxe model. Well, and what's nice about it, too, is... That you got it so cheap? Oh, that's very nice about it. <laughs> but, like, if you wanted to use it with one of your airplanes, the bottom just Velcro's open, and you can slide your transmitter in and out. And it has the handy little clip thing for the neck strap. Okay. So I'm not a big fan of the neck strap, but... Yeah, I don't for that straps either. For that, it's yeah. okay. If I flew with the pinch, you know, the pinch method, I mm-hmm. would probably use a strap maybe, but... That's, that's that's another topic we could talk about at length. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so the I, the transmitter glove. Uh, thumbs up. I've thought about... Oh, hold on. That's this week's Tool of the Week. It's time for RC Plane Labs Tool of the Week. Transmitter glove. So anyway, <laughs> um, it took me... When you said something like that that took me to tool of the week uh but one thing i would like to try sometime that i've never flown with is one of those over the shoulder what are they called transmitter trays yeah i'm not comfortable with one of those see i don't know if i would be either but i'd like to try one so i sold one at toledo i don't know if you remember seeing that yeah it was one we got from the dumpster jim (laughs) allen's place but it was a it was a it was like a hybrid it was a tray but it was attached via a strap Oh, see, so yeah, you're still not... hanging on your neck, and it was. I actually, I didn't try flying with it, but I put my transmitter on it and, you know, strapped it in and did all that, and just kind of walked around the basement looking like a dork with it. But <laughs> it wasn't comfortable. It just felt very unnatural, and it pulled down on my neck. Yeah, it was like then you got the extra. Not only exactly. are you holding the transmitter, you're the extra weight of the tray itself. Well, the tray, and then your arms, because you rest your arms on it, so you can have that fine control of your, yeah. With your, and it was just a lot of weight pulling down on my neck. And then if you start looking up while you're flying, it, that's it's even, even more. Worse. So I agree. I think the tray things that like just kind of sit on your shoulders, those might be worth whatever they're. I, I don't know. I would like to try one just to see. And they work for certain people in certain situations. Yeah, that's the same. I would like it's to try one. Yeah, but I don't want to buy one because I don't yeah. know if I would like it. So right, I don't want to spend the money on one until I, know, I try it. Yeah. yeah, unless I know I would actually use it. Because the problem for me with the the lanyards is that with Spectrum, where it connects on the the transmitter, when you look down, it's in the way of what of you're trying screen, to look yeah. at on the screen. Well, you shouldn't be looking at the screen. You should be looking at the airplane. Well, but there are times where you want to look and see stuff on the screen. Really, Reggie? You like to look away from your airplane when you're flying? I will hold it up. I'm like teasing. This and I'm look, teasing. And look past. I do it too. I'm just teasing. I know, but don't compare me to Reggie. <laughs> anyway, That's some of the meanest things I've been called today. Oh, come on. You're right. It's not. Reggie's not that bad. Um, but no. So I'd like to try one of those sometime and see what it's like. Yeah, I still I, want to learn how to fly 
with via the pinch method, but yeah, it's just so it doesn't work for me. me. Like I've been flying with my thumbs for well a long time, and uh, <laughs> it's just hard to unlearn that. You yeah. know, I've found that since I sit now and fly, having mm-hmm. the transmitter sort of in my lap and my arms kind of resting on my leg, things are a lot more steady that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I can see that. So maybe I'll try that. Try try that out. See. Okay. Oh. I'll take one of our new uh try one of your new chairs. chairs. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe try it with a glider or something. Yeah. Something that's yeah. not too Yeah, yeah. Not too difficult. To I do fly. want to fly the glider a lot this summer. I it's I mean, yeah. Mine anyway, my Pamana. There are so many planes I want to fly a lot this summer. <laughs> that it's just all like them. exactly. Like, so it's not even worth saying that about anything at this True. point because I don't know what's gonna happen. We will see. Yeah. Whatever planes get uh, for me like i like simple mm-hmm. i like easy quick easy to go together just battery operated but they don't they don't seem to have the same satisfaction you know what i'm trying to say like that you get from like starting an engine going and, through a process yeah. yeah no i hear you they're fun spending 45 minutes putting together a stop with pup oh jeez that's not fun uh, it kind of is though if you're into tinkering. Uh, not for me. Like that's the th- if I could if I could fit every airplane that I take to the field in the car together, I would be happy. To where you just get it out of the car, set it down, you're ready to go. Hmm. I can't. Part of the fun for me is the you know, the assembly leading up to flying and then flying and then cleaning it up as you take it apart and putting it in I don't know. I just but you also find uh Gripes with the airplane. Yeah. Something's starting to come loose or whatever whenever yeah. you take them apart. If you don't take them apart, you don't catch that little stuff. That's true. So you're going to have to start annualing your airplanes. Yeah. I was going to say, it's almost like a mini annual every time you take it to the field when you have to take it apart. See? I guess that's a good way to look at it. You're right. Good call, Dave. Dave with the input. <laughs> Yay. Starting <laughs> off the year right. <laughs> Like I, this is bad. I don't even remember what I took to the field to fly. I think I just flew the slow, slow ultra, ultra stick, stick and the Consendo, UMX Consendo. Was that it? Yeah, because you didn't even bring the Ultrix. I thought you would take the Ultrix, and you didn't. I it was a little bit windy. Yeah. So really surprised he even showed up. <laughs> I don't know how to. I really don't know how to take that. What is that supposed to be? <laughs> you wimp out a lot. What? Now hold on. I <laughs> oh my god. Here we go. A balloon just flew by. Can't fly. Too windy. What is this sorcery? I don't understand what I... I don't know what he's talking about. You guys, I don't know what you did last summer because I wasn't here. So clearly he's talking about something I don't know about. Dave, fill me in. What do you mean? Uh, You tend to wimp out when it's less than ideal flying weather. We don't like to get cold. Oh, I don't like to get cold. I will admit that. Older I get, the worse it is. Of course, he does have the transmitter glove now. He does. He's got no excuse now. True. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to go back in my... It's a little airplane. breezy. Not coming. Yeah. If it's windy, windy, I'm not. See, that's why you need heavy nitro planes. I have flown the slow ultra stick in 27 mile an hour winds before, though. That's not bad for... Yeah. yeah cause you know what else No, it kind of sucked. ...that you have? The Aero Scout. Those are actually, I've been watching them online. Those are actually pretty decent in the wind also. Yeah, so like every well, they're other not airplane, in trees, I would like to try. Yeah, I've seen that. I would like to try to fly that one more this year too mm-hmm. for funsies, but yeah. that's Piper's plane. So well, I don't want to be like, you know, that's true. stealing that and flying it. I want to get her out more, but I don't know if she will. Well, uh, she does, she does. If she doesn't, she doesn't. Don't push her because I, I know that's one sure I'm, way to get her to hate it. I'm trying not to. <laughs> I know there's some things that, <clears throat> Eli Field coming up that she is excited about. There you go. But not for the flying aspect. Well, right. But at least it gets her there and gets her... I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Dave, I'm still taken aback by what you said. <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> because I'm a cautious flyer, he's making fun of me. Sometimes you got to take you, risks. You just got to take it and put it out there, man. You how know many, what you need? How you need f- a contender. That's what you need. No, I don't need you it. You fly that in almost any weather. How many flights did you have last year, Dave? I mean, <laughs> like, honestly, go. he's... Come on, now. <laughs> Gosh. I'll be nice. 
because I always quality over quantity. I learned something on most of those flights. There you go. Versus just putting up another number. That's right. He's got a good point there. Rather than just going out to the side yard. Any flight is a good flight, though. Anytime you can fly and not crash is a good flight. Um, Yeah, maybe. And sometimes it's fun just to relax and enjoy a little flight without trying to learn something or be stressed. Flying is a journey. <laughs> like it's it's always it's always like for me, I like to try to improve as I fly. Maybe not every yeah. single flight, but I, I like get to that. get better, you know. So I try to have in the back of my head, I try to have like a goal, you know. I've been practicing flat spins out here. Oh yeah? With mm-hmm. what? Oh, with the timber. You have flat timber. spin? Not very well, oh. but it does enough okay. to where you still have to try and get out of it. Right side up or upside down? Right side up for now. I tried upside down earlier today. Did it scare you? It a little bit. <laughs> Actually, I prefer to flat spin inverted. Really? Well, they yeah, look cooler, but it's it's harder to get <clears throat> out of if you're not used to it. I don't know. Stuff I own tends to flat spin better inverted. Yeah, I get flatter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one doesn't flatten out very well, but you still get the the basics. Yeah, of what it takes. So I have been practicing that. See? I've been been Good practicing flying upside down a little bit more and all that kind of stuff too. There you go. Cuz it's And those are right. all skills that will that will be very valuable later. Yeah. Like especially when you're flying the jet or the anything really. Yeah. See, I'm to the point <clears> where like I'm comfortable flying. Like the the orientation and all that kind of stuff is not anything it's I not think an about anymore. Yeah, right. But I I guess I am. I'll agree with Dave on some things that I am a little overly cautious with some airplanes and stuff because I don't want to mess them up. So I don't know. Maybe this will be the year just to fly everything. We did that 22, right? No, we didn't. You did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Flew every airplane. That's good. There's a net down here. Is that what you were looking at earlier? Yeah. Where did that come from? I don't know. Anyway. There it was. Right in front of your nose. And I missed it. Okay, what else did we do? Oh, we'll tell a story that poor Tommy didn't get to be part of. Again, you guys went and had fun without me. So we went to Beloit, Wisconsin for a swap meet. The, I don't know how to say it, but it's the RRAMS. Is it the RAMS swap meet? Rock River Aeromodelers Society had their first annual swap meet. Maybe you roll the R, maybe. RAMS. There you go. Um, <laughs> We're dorks. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, so we went up for a swap meet, first swap meet of the year. It was a, I mean, really it was a good swap meet. There were, it was smaller than it needed to be. The The building was smaller than it needed to be. Like they really could have filled out quite a oh, bit more than what okay. they had. So they sectioned it off? No, it, it was the whole building. It was oh, the whole, whole building. building. Okay. Yeah. So they could have used a bigger building is what you're saying. That's that's what I was getting at, but I, I couldn't quite find the word. <laughs> they need about a third larger. Oh, really? Okay. Maybe even half, honestly. So packed, you would say? It, yeah. Well, we it, got turned away. It was hard. Turned away? For no tables. Tables, yeah. Really? And then, like, I don't know if they saw your license wow. plate or something, but I heard somebody say, oh, they're from Illinois? And then they asked me, Oh, you're you're with them. How how far did you drive? I said, well, from Springfield. Well, well, that's how like, far is that? That's five hours. They're like, well, that's like three and a half or four hours. I said, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Especially if you're riding with Dave, it takes wrong turns. And oh, um, not take Here a wrong go. turn. I took an alternate route. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dave the, volunteers to drive, and then know, you give him a hard like, time about it. It's not a road oh, trip geez. with Dave if you don't take a wrong turn and think you're going to die once. So <laughs> you got to remember, I used to Listen. be paid by the mile. <laughs> Listen, Dave and I go way back, and I've went many places with Dave, and I have never had an issue with Dave's driving. Wow. I will admit the St. Louis one was close. That, <laughs> that think, scared me. I think that was the one that got me. Which I guess proves that you guys do a lot of stuff without me. Well, that's because you're gone a lot. Yeah. Anyway. So, no. So they asked you how long the drive was. Which, yes, was three and a half, four hours. But when we were going up there, I was kind of watching the GPS. And all of a sudden, Dave, at the split, was going to, was it Blooming? No, Peoria. <laughs> yeah, I was taking 155 up to Peoria. As opposed to Bloomington, which was a 
you know, like you're going up to Brian, just a straight yes. shot up there. And then I watched my GPS say, I don't remember how many hours, but it, it added like 30 minutes to the trip. I'm like, what? <laughs> so that we, I mean, we figured it out and got back on it. Only added about what 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> you no, got so me you going. Got it, Sorry. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we got up there about nine o'clock. Yeah, we were about an hour after they opened. I was up at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you guys left early. That's not like me. No, our new neighbors said. Must love me at this point. <laughs> Yelling at the dog, banging the trailer. Oh, we had the trailer airborne. Yeah, that was fun. The trailer. What? The nose of the trailer came up because we stood oh. in it. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Yeah. So it comes slamming down at you know, oh, four in the morning. It was loading. But anyway, so yeah, we brought a trailer up. Daniel's trailer. Dave drove. It was very nice. Yeah, there so was, you, guys, you guys pull it, into the parking lot, carrying some airplanes. Got a trailer and Illinois plates. It's a three and a half hour drive. Someone, okay. Thank you for the nice yes. wrap-up. That's good. So anyway, he asked how far, blah, blah, blah. We already covered that. Um, and then he kind of felt bad for us and said, well, just, just hold on. I'm going to go see if some of our club members can consolidate. consolidate. Yeah. And so they ended up finding us a table. Oh, good. Which was very nice. Dave brought stuff to sell. Dave can talk about what he sold. Uh, well, so there was a my box of miscellaneous crud. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's gone. Oh, you got rid of it. Box of was it the same box, more or less, that you'd had to Toledo last year? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Good deal. So this, well, you sold some stuff out of it, but... Right. Yeah. There was... But it's all gone. It's all gone. Yay. This was uh, a box deal, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, box of miscellaneous uh, other artist items. Those are gone. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Tracking. And uh, my Fokker D7 that uh, I like to taxi into your... Yak or whatever it was, it's gone. No, yeah, it's gone. And you've uh, had that like as long as I can remember. I've had that most of my adult life. I can't believe you sold that. Yeah, it's gone. Um, and uh, my Corsair is. I'm a little bit sad to be honest. That would be like me getting rid of my contender. He was sad after he got rid of it too, and kind of started to ask for sympathy. You weren't going to get it from I mean, you. Not for me. No, no I mean, I, I told him you No, it, you know, you kind of have to take that last look over your shoulder as you leave the room knowing mm-hmm. that it's gone. Man, what else did you sell? And, and then, the, the uh, problem with that D7, by the way, is it was a good size where you didn't have to take it apart. Right. It's 40 size. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like it fit yeah. in a car. So you didn't have to spend an hour putting it together. Yeah. That's just my No flying size. wires. Yeah. Well, and it looked really nice, too. It was fabric covered. It yeah. was a very nice looking oh, airplane. I know what airplane he's talking about. That's really... I know, but other people may not. Oh. Well, it was a very good looking airplane. Yeah, it was very well done, I thought. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like a little I said, hard to I'd... take off sometimes, but. It was looking tankers on the ground, but a lot of that World War One stuff is. Yeah. Um, but it flew oh, great. Man, it had the ASP 65 in it, which ran great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's gone. Need to make room. Shed a tear for that one. Yeah. What and uh, my FMS uh, Corsair is gone. Was that the one that likes to take nosedives in ditches? No, the ditch diver was the uh, F-86. Oh, I'm sorry. F-86. Yeah, that's a Corsair too, Or a Sabre, I guess. It's Sabre. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, that's gone. That's the one I always had. I had to wreck the gear forward on it to just even yeah, taxi it. Corsairs. And it was, it was a little underpowered. It flew good, but it was a little underpowered. Um, Didn't mind seeing that one go. It wasn't there 10 minutes and oh, really? gone, yeah. Warbirds, man. And Warbirds. he had repainted that. So it wasn't just a normal look yeah, Corsair. Yeah. It was in the gray and white uh, Quantico colors. Oh, okay. I don't know if I ever saw that one. <laughs> Retractable yeah. gear? Retract gear. Although I did remove the uh, inner doors mm. because I raked the gear and yeah. they wouldn't fit. Yeah. But raking the gear just a few degrees made a huge difference. I'll be darned. So that's gone. That's gone. Um, the only thing I took home with me is my little spray booth. I'll be darned. So yeah. it did really, really well up there. Yeah. And didn't, so, bring, didn't bring anything home. Nice. So you're minus three then. I'm minus three now. Because as yeah. of tonight. Yeah. Isn't yeah, that I'm cool? Plus one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So if that, what, like, what else did you take? Why'd you take the trailer? Because of pickups. We, yeah, so we were uh-huh. taking too much up there because I was trading a couple airplanes for something. Oh. Before I get to that, though, okay. you know what I bought? No. 
I bought another Sig Cavalier kit. Oh, I did know that. Yeah, because I saw the picture of it sitting next to something in the back of the <laughs> truck. Yeah. Okay. So I'm excited about that. That's the first airplane I ever bought that was nitro. That was yeah, the, the first kit I ever bought mm-hmm. or built. Yeah. So yeah. Still have never flown one. <laughs> you haven't? No, you haven't. Yes, I have. You flew it? Not the one I built, but the oh, one okay. I bought, I flew oh. quite a bit. Okay. What's that look? I mean, well, because it's just a, it's just a, it's funny. It's another unfinished project. Oh, it's finished. That's the problem. Like it's ready to Is go. It? Oh, mm-hmm. I thought last time I, I checked, literally it was... could put a battery in it now and fly it. Oh, I thought you still had something to do with the gear. No, I guess the gear's done, I don't isn't it? Think so. Yeah. Because that was when I put. That should be when you fly it. this year. I plan on it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, turn it ah, turn it plans. red on your spreadsheet. So it's like, oh, red, I got to fly it. Can you make it flash? Oh, yeah, there you go. I am next. I am next. Yeah, see? Anyway, so the reason for the trip, this trip has been going, is, we've been building up to this trip for several months, not necessarily going here to this swap meet. But So Terry Dunn mentioned on their podcast, the RC Roundtable podcast, that he had acquired somehow a Big glider. Mm-hmm. I want to say big A glider, but, you know. It is a big A glider. It's not that huge. It's <laughs> good size. It's... But anyway, so long story short, I texted him and stuff, and we came to a an agreement on uh, a trade for a couple of airplanes I had for this glider. You guys came to an accord. No, it's not a Honda. <laughs> and anyway, so... When I was up at uh, AirVenture, I finally got to see it in person because he has given me, like, every option, every chance to back out. He's like, I want you to see it before, just so you know what you're getting into. It's a basket case. We both have basket cases. Like, All I understand. have basket cases, yes. All right, some are bigger than others. But, because I think Dave's is going to be fairly simple to fix. It depends on what direction he goes. Yeah, and it depends on what I find under all that uh, awful covering. Are you you're peeling it all off? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. It's bad. You okay. have no options. Maybe I don't know how bad that one is then. Yeah, it's yeah, bad. It's pretty rough. So this glider is an old uh, Seagull model. Oh, that's a Seagull? That's a Seagull. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. Seagull model. Uh, KA8B SLS, 6.5 meter. I say all that stuff not knowing what I'm saying. It's a glider. That's I all I know. Yeah, dude. Um. It has holes in it. It has messed up sheeting in places, which I knew all this. I mean, like, this this does not not bother me at all. Right. Um, So it needs a full recover. Mm -hmm. It needs a few other things done to it. I don't think it's going to be all that bad to do. No. It's going to be time consuming. It's going to be a lot of covering. (laughs) (laughs) So I started stripping the covering already. I have the covering stripped off of one wing panel of four. Uh, Terry, by the way, if you happen to be listening to the podcast, um, this thing is awesome. Like, yeah, Ron is calling it a basket case, but it's like literally less than an evening's worth of repair and then a recover. It's no big deal. You th- okay? Well, the way I work, well, I understand it's more work, than an evening worth of repair. Yeah, I don't want Terry thinking that you you think it's this huge amount of work because it's really not. That no, big I deal. no no no. I he I mean <clears throat> like a couple of holes in the sheeting and. That's, That's really about it. it. Yeah. Go over the glue joints and they all look pretty good. I'll I mean, be doing that. I will be redoing all the, the electronics in it. It has yeah. servos in part of it right now. I don't What is it with you and this I... thing about servos? Like, So I'm going to be honest. You can tell this has gotten wet. Well, yeah. There's some staining on some of the sheeting. There's some staining. There, some of the, the screws that were on the bottom of the airplane were rusted out, mm-hmm. which is fine. But all that tells me... Be careful with servos, because you don't know what happened to them. And honestly, that's cheap insurance to make me feel better uh, about I, flying it. I get it. I get it. Do you? I get your hang-up, yes. Okay. But in Tommy's world, if I plug them in and they cycle back and forth with a little bit of load on them and they don't like stutter or do anything weird, I'm putting them on a throttle or something. If they work reasonably well, they go on a rudder or yeah, throttle rudder or, or throttle. flaps, maybe. Yeah, maybe I won't. I'm not going to put them on an elevator or an aileron, but 
I'll put those suckers to use, man. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't. You looked at what they were. I don't remember what they are. Yeah, they're high techs. They're good. They're good servos. So I'll find something to put them on. Anyway, or most likely they'll just end. Thanks, up Terry. This it's an awesome place. airplane. I can't wait to to get this thing finished and get it in the air. It's going to be awesome. Okay, I guess maybe I'm being too negative. Like I, I'm not trying to be. It's there's a good amount of work I have to do on it, and I'm excited to do the work. But okay, okay. He's going to keep a small God. covering factory in business for I the know. next year. This, this, thing... is, this is definitely going to be, uh, what is what's it? the value feet? cover? 20 feet? That's 20, the wingspan? A little over 21 feet. 21 feet? Yeah. That's My house is lot. 28 foot wide. <laughs> it barely fit down here. Like, I could not. I tried to take a picture of it, and I could not get it completely yeah. in frame. Yeah. It's large. It's wide. It's going to be a lot of covering. It's going to be value cover. <laughs> right. Because Are you going with the stock colors? I think so. Yeah. I like the red and white. I mean, it just seems simple. Looks very simple to recover. Yeah. And it's pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll now, there's no complicated graphics. And since the canopy is already painted red, hopefully canopy's it'll going to have to be redone, though. We'll finish it. Oh, really? Well, I mean. Doesn't look that bad to me. It, it's it got a couple cracks in it. Oh. So it depends how much I want to get into it. Gotcha. I don't know how if I would like try and redo a full canopy. Like I don't know. The good news is that is small enough, even though it's a big airplane. The, the actual plexiglass canopy part, I'm pretty sure, is small enough to where if I can make a plug, I can run a new one on Brian's. Oh yeah, machine up vacuum there. form machine. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, probably it looks small enough. Yeah, but anyway, Neat. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, my goal, if everything goes according to plan, is to fly it at the Aeroto event. At Eli this year, mm-hmm. um, just because when I went last year and even the year before. So are you cool. saying you're going to fly it at the Eli Toe event? No, I think exactly what I said was my goal, we'll see if it happens, <laughs> is to fly it. So that's my goal. I love the non-committal, you know, well, way you go about I know things. how things happen. Like I know something can change that and then I will never hear the end of it. If I say, <laughs> yes, I'm going to fly that at the Aeroto event... That's true. You did commit to buying a jet, and you indeed bought a jet. And you actually did commit. You didn't waffle like right. you're doing now. Well, <laughs> God. <laughs> Any hoozle. Um, there, there's just work that has to go into it. And yes. If I have the time, I will do it. But like I said, I don't know what time I have to do yeah. it. Understood. I want more time. Covering when I peeling this off. When is the glider toe event? I don't. I'd have to look at last year's. I wanted is to say June? it was July. July. It's hot. Yeah, 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 it's hot. Well, that makes sense because lift. Because I think it was July, and I think the jet meet that would is be perfect. Actually, August. If I remember July right. Would work great for my schedule. Well, I hope it does because yeah. I'm going to need somebody <clears throat> to pull me up. Well, unless we, I put a motor in it, I, I go to, back and forth now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you. So we talked about it a little bit earlier. And you said your plan was to fly it motorless first and then see how you like it and then maybe put in a motor later. Yes. My suggestion is to put a motor in it first so you're not dependent on a on a tow vehicle. Understand. Kind of Just for convenience sake. And then you could take it out to our, cl- our club field on a Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday morning or whatever when no one's <laughs> out there. And fly it on that huge, huge, huge runway with, well, yeah. know, without having to have a tow plane. Prep. I would also like to see the 12-foot Telemaster and that both in the expedition. Oh, it'll fit. Ooh. At the same time? Yeah. Okay. I mean, because, like, I don't remember the Telemaster. I don't think that fits without going in between the seats. Right, the tail set on the center console. But this one does because it breaks down so much. The, the tail comes off, the rudder comes off. Uh, and the front nose cone comes off. What is that? Probably 18 inches of nose cone that comes off? Yeah, looks like about 18 inches. <coughs> it's still going to be a full vehicle. Oh, yeah. And that's okay. I okay. probably won't be able to fit anything else in there. But, I mean, just wing, saying, if, wing if, panels are small. I mean, it's yeah, just if you, not. If you, so, at the glider tow event at Eli, do they provide the tow planes? They have some sitting there. Okay. But I would so, still just like to use my own. Right. And so like so I that's said, we'll, another airplane that needs finished and flown i know and trimmed which is why i said (laughs) my hope my goal that might not happen is to 
do that. But I do want to fly, and, and like, so I've, I've thought a little bit about what you said about doing it motorized first. I like that idea, except I was trying to kind of go cheaper on it. And funds are finite. So I don't want to have to buy, honestly, another battery. Because it would be, for that one, I think, a 12S setup. Ooh, ouch. Yeah, it's a big motor yeah. that they recommend yeah. for it. And I only have one 6S 5000 right now, so I have to buy another one of those, plus the motor speed controller. And I don't know, I, I need to do more research. I don't know what receiver I want to use for this either. Any input? I mean... Would you go power safe? I, I don't think it would require that, no. I mean, you're gonna, only going to be running servos. You're not running... Six servos. Yeah, but I mean, you're not going to put like, you know, 250 ounce inch servos no. in it. You're going to put the standard digital servos in it, right? Yeah. Like yeah, my, I don't, nothing... I think WD. an 8010 with telemetry or whatever the Vario one is, I think it would be fine. I definitely want one that has satellites, though. It's all balsa, so there's no carbon to fight. Right. Is there no... I guess, yeah, there's no satellites with our with the ones with the Vario. Or no. At least not the one I have. And I don't think there's a, a place to hook one up either. I don't think. I'd have I to look. remember, yeah. But there actually, I don't know if I would trust it or not, but there is, I found, tucked up in here, a satellite receiver. Hmm. There you go. So oh, you don't trust it, though, probably, because it's might have been in an airplane that got damp. Okay. This is the Make Fun of Ron episode. I like No, that. it's not. No, but I... Maybe I am overly cautious with uh, no. Equipment. I, I think I think a power safe might be overkill. Yeah, honestly, there's, there's no reason for that. Well, that's but what with, I have with Telemaster with six. Well, but with twenty six, channel nonetheless. <laughs> but with six, six of them. standard, you know, dis, displacement, standard torque, digital servos. I think you'll be fine with with a a basic eight or even with channel. range. Oh yeah, because this is going to be flown. Farther away. Well, yeah. Higher. Three hundred and ninety. What's Reggie feet? fly? Well, not necessarily <laughs> true because, like at the the glider events, yeah, you're cleared to twelve hundred feet. Yeah, so it'll be so, flying eleven hundred ninety nine point nine point nine nine nine. Can like I would be interested to see what twelve hundred feet looks like with a glider like this. Yeah, it I mean, like a lot I think different it would than be it does tiny. with a jet or whatever. Yeah, or even even with the smaller gliders we have, like oh. if you get up too high, you're just going to lose it. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to try it. Yeah. But we'll, I'll I think a regular receiver would be fine. Definitely get one with Vario, though. Yeah. The variometer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've got some research to do on that. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I think a power safe is overkill. But I like those, though. I understand. Because that's redundant. That's two I batteries. I understand. It's so, it's, I just, I like that so much better. I have a question. So, like, not not to drive the train off the track, but... Redundancy. So people go in with, with like dual batteries. Do they go with dual batteries because they're afraid one of the batteries is going to fail? Or are they going with dual batteries just for voltage? Like I don't... Well, you're not going to gain like, voltage. In my many years of RC flying experience, I have never, not once, had a receiver battery in any airplane deliver less than its advertised voltage unless i did something wrong like not charging it or whatever but a properly charged battery i have never had one fail so why do i need to carry around the extra weight of a second battery so let me ask you this what in your history of flying have you flown what size airplanes how many servos what torque servos how much how many amperage have each servo pulled well um the I guess the answer to that would be probably the most recently would be that SBOC, that 50cc sized SBOC that I fly. That Which has, has two batteries. No, I only have one battery in that. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought you were redundant on that too. Well, there's two batteries in the airplane, but one for the ignition and one for the radio. I thought you were redundant on the radio, I guess. Negative. Hmm. And they are, and they are as far apart as I can get. Like, I don't even want my radio to know. And I've mentioned this before, that I have an ignition system in the airplane. So I have it completely isolated. No, I get it. And I'm thinking about doing away with switches now, too. Switches scare me more than anything. I get that, too, yeah. for sure. Like, just... Like, on the on the big biplane I just finished, um, the canopy is easily removable. 
So at the beginning of the flight, I pop the canopy off, plug the battery in, like with the plugs, put a safety thing on it, you know, so the plugs don't come apart, put the canopy on and go fly. So you're still using like the, uh, what are the connectors called? My JSTs. JSTs. I'm using two of them. Yes. One. My, my battery came with two output leads. I okay. Bought it, I bought it from ProModeler. Um, came with two output leads, two, well, actually there's four output leads, but two JST connectors, and I plug both of those into the receiver. So you're you're running one battery, but you're yes. doubling the path. Doubling the path and having the um, the voltage across each of those JSTs. Not voltage, but current. The current. Yeah, because um, yeah. those JSTs technically that. are limited to about 2.5 amps. Right. And even with the servos that I bought and put in that airplane, eight servos, by the way, uh, I'm still under five amps at max load. Right, which is fine for two of them. According to the specs, yeah. So that's, yeah. So see, I think with me, this goes back to when I first started flying the big plane, the big yak. I had the, the, the scary moment of having a brownout due to it not being set up right. And... Sorry. And you actually had a brownout. Like so many people, you know, they they experience something in the air. Oh, I got a brownout. No, you actually had because it no. was logged on the... Yeah, yes, on the, this actually was that. Yes. And what, so what happened with mine is I was flying it. I overloaded the system and it pulled the amperage down um, going into the receiver to... Or not, it pulled the voltage down going to the receiver, which put it into the brownout mode. And so I lost all connection with it and the plane was going straight to the ground. And so when that happens, oh, yeah. and you realize it's, it's something stupid you did, not necessarily stupid, but something that you could have prevented, that is when I don't ever want to take that chance again. So how did you overload the system? Like Moving what, too many servos at one time. What was the setup? Did, was there two batteries so, in it at that time? N- yes, there was two batteries in it at the time, but there was two batteries powering just the receiver. I think it was an 8010? No. AR8000. This is going back several years. Okay, so it wasn't the battery. It was the receiver. It was a receiver that somehow, and maybe it was the batteries providing or not providing enough. It's been 10 years ago. I'm trying to think what batteries I was using on it. Life, probably? No. Were they lipos? No, because I never, no. They might have just been. Nicolmetohydride? No, not in that airplane. I think so. Really? I think so. No. 10 years ago? Probably. Okay, so in that case, yeah, you, you it, you may have lost, you may not have had enough umph, umph from the battery. Right. Um, but with today's batteries, like the, the battery I bought for this this biplane, it's only 2,500 milliamp. And like I went out and I ran it and, the, you know, moved the servos and stuff for 10 minutes. And when I charged that battery back, I put 220 something milliamps back in it on a 2,500 milliamp battery. I get it. And it's not the pull. I mean, like, it's it's not necessarily how many milliamp hours you take out of it and all that kind of right. stuff that concerns well, me. But I, went, I guess what I'm getting is I'm, I'm also of the opinion, and this is just my opinion, I think we're putting too much battery in our airplanes. I don't think we need... Not, I'm not talking about electric-powered um, airplanes, right? Yeah. But no, I'm I talking about, like, for radio power, I don't think you need 4,000 milliamps, even if you're running eight... Digital, high voltage, high amperage, high whatever servos. Because those are the servos that I bought for this biplane, and they are very efficient. They don't they don't pull as much as we think they pull. I think that's just my opinion. So, in this biplane, it's one twenty five hundred milliamp battery with well four leads, but two of them plugged right into my AR eighty ten. I think it is. T- I- Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, because I needed another channel so I could run choke, but I decided not to do that, so it's an A channel. Yeah, 8010T okay. and zero issues. Like I, like when I was out running it. No, I understand it's not flying. I was going to say, I, I had that. zero issues until I had issues because I, I had flown that before. That wasn't my first flight on it. It was probably five or six flights in. I mean, I'm going to keep a close eye on it for the first few flights, but after that, if it's good, I'm... That's how I'm going to roll from now on. But I think it was when I actually got in and started flying it a little bit harder and had ailerons. I think I had all three going. And you're like sure they can... weren't fighting each other or there wasn't a servo binding? Because I know you've had issues with servos with that, too. No, because, I mean, the way I had that set up is I actually... servos in or something like that, I remember? 
I had one that quit, and that was one on the elevator, I think. Yeah, and they fixed it. Anyway, and all that I kind would of like stuff. to but revisit so that. So that one was actually running two uh, servos per aileron, mm -hmm. and it had the matchboxes on them. This is how far back that goes yeah. to where you, I mean, I did all the checking to see how much it was pulling, yeah. did end point adjustments, did mm. the center point adjustment and all that stuff, and made it work. Mm. And it, wonder if they it weren't making battery. any noise. Maybe it was the battery. I don't know. But That's, like I said, it reconnected. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I was good enough. So your dual battery then just to land for the, for the current, not so much for the redundancy of the battery itself. Correct. Okay. Uh, to me, because I mean, batteries. Some people do it for that that I've heard of. I've in case one battery dies, but that I mean that's never seen that. that I think is so. That's switches fail zero. before a battery. Yes, yeah. and that's the thing time. I like about the power safe receivers too. Is it's not a physical switch. It's a soft switch that defaults to on. So if you have a problem with it, it's going to stay on. On, yeah. And that's, I mean, like I said, I know they're pricey, but they're easy to set up. Yeah. That's what I like about them. Well, they'll run with one battery, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you don't, don't have to have, have both of them plugged in. One. But when you get into battery or into planes this I size, I like the what power safe receivers because of their current capacity. <laughs> Like if you're you yeah. know, if you're running a lot of servos and they're high torque and they draw a lot of current, then yeah, you need that power safe because this this like the the bus mm -hmm. on some of the other receivers can't handle that kind of power. But right, um, which is why before the power safe was or power safe receivers were out, we had the SmartFly. Mm -hmm. I think I had the EQ6 the is board, what I used yeah. in the Yak, and that separated all the power and took it away from the receiver. Mm -hmm. So all the power for the servos and for everything was ran through that board mm -hmm. and all the receiver was just a dumb just a, bus yeah. that didn't have to worry about right. any transferring of power. Yep. It was all for signal. Yep. Like I said, that was 10 years ago and that's what scared me and that's what got me probably more cautious, worried about it than you. Well, are. you are a cautious fellow th as Dave I pointed out earlier. I think we figured that out today. So, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, big glider. Enough on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big glider. We like power said, safe one up. receiver. We'll see. Four batteries. I don't have a power safe receiver <laughs> extra, so I'd have to buy one for it. Um, I'm teasing. I know, but maybe we'll yeah. see. I've got a few months yep. figured out. But no, it was nice. We went up and had lunch with Terry. Um, Finally got to meet him. Yeah, and you guys I took Reggie, that. right? Reggie went. Yeah, Reggie came yeah. too. And you see, you guys have all the fun. I get. I, it's the weekends, like We're, the weekends that we do it. Is it's and it's not on us. I mean, I like I can't choose what weekends know, other people do stuff. I know, on. I know. But you always. Seem I just to get need stuck. to retire. That's all. I agree. Terry thinks you're trying to. Ignore Terry, him I swear, I am not I'm avoiding not dodging you. I swear. Like I'm, I'm excited to to meet the meet Terry and the rest of the. Well, I've met some of the crew, but you uh, met the rest of them. Yeah, I'm, I swear, I'm not dodging you. It's just <laughs> scheduling, man. <laughs> And you're not nearly as old as Reggie says you are. Yeah, what's <laughs> up with that? Like, I know Reggie's rude. Like, he's older than me. He, I think he was older than everybody at the table. <laughs> Actually, he was older than everybody at the table. Uh. Anyway. Yeah, Reggie. Thanks, buddy. How's that jet coming, Reggie? He still hasn't ordered it. Yeah. Go figure. I don't know if he's going to make it or not. I mean, if he keeps going to swap meets and buying other airplanes, I'm not sure. I don't see how he's going to make that happen. What did he just buy? He bought, was it the... Uh, well, you guys stopped he to bought buy a Zaggy. too, right? Well, but that was nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was literally, that was 30 bucks. Like, Sorry, excuse me. That was a good deal. Uh, so he does have a flying wing now. Oh, good. Um, combat? <laughs> hopefully. Yes. What did he... Did he no. Oh, he got the, the, the twin beach... E flight. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. What it was. The D 18, is it? Yeah. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, the silver. I want to say the EC 1500, but that's not the one he got. It's a beautiful airplane. Mm -hmm. It those is. Those are pretty airplanes. But, once yeah, again. we saw those fly at uh, Joe Nall last year. Very good flying airplane. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, Horizon put on the demo that they, day. They do fly well. They look like they fly pretty good. They're cool looking airplanes, too. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Every airplane looks like it flies pretty good. Well, they do. I mean, not all of them, but most. Yeah. 
But oh, that one flew good. <laughs> yep, Until that old wrecked it. See, it's okay. <laughs> I never liked that plane anyway. Good riddance. I say there's a carcass in the corner, isn't there? I know. I haven't got rid of that yet. <laughs> but I am. I I did cheat, unfortunately, a little bit. Um, so I got the spreadsheet all set up and all that stuff for this year, and I hadn't taken that off yet. I figured I'm okay since it's still sitting in the corner. I haven't thrown it away. That should have come off of your spreadsheet know, when you gave year. it to me. But it last didn't. year it didn't. Well, it should have. Well, it's here in the yeah, corner. Yeah, but it's mine. Well, then take it home. <laughs> well, I left it here because I figured you could burn it or something. Right. So it's mine to get rid of. So you just bequeathed it back to me before the end of the year. Okay, so you're plus three then. No, I'm negative one. I'm down one because I got rid of this one in the corner. I think corner. the glider should count as two. Oh, it's that's big. It's so fair. big. No, it's, it's no. <laughs> okay. Putting my foot down. <laughs> Although, have, it's 50 so, UMXs. So, <laughs> yeah. so way off topic. Have you ever thought about adding all your wingspans together to see hmm. how wide you have airplanes? Oh, I never thought of that, but that's interesting. That just hit me. That would be kind of You would have us all beat. No. Oh. No, not necessarily. 21 feet just with well, one airplane? But no. And then you have other gliders. Because most of the ones are UMXs that I like. I, most. Well, a lot. Have a fair not a most. Not most, but a lot. It has occurred to me when I've got four quarter-scale aircraft in the expedition that I have literally a full-scale airplane. That's true. In this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if you think about yeah. it. Four quarters is a whole Thank you, math <laughs> expert, Tommy. I'm here for the obvious. I think mathematically it doesn't work out that way, no. but... No, it doesn't, because... Well, no, would it? Wingspan-wise, it would be, but... Like, wing cord and all that stuff wouldn't quite work out to be the same. Well, I think it would depend on the airplane. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Too much math. But anyway, That's... that has occurred to me in the past. Yeah. Hmm. Four quarter scale airplanes in the back means I've got one full size one. Uh, anything else we want to talk? Are we? I think I'm through everything that I had that I wanted to talk about. You guys, good. I'm good. Good. All good. So let's do a quick wrap up. Okay. Don't forget calendar events are on the website. Yes. Fill out some information and let us know what's around for us to go. MB three three nine build log is on the website, and I didn't say this the first time. The glider repair log is on the website. There you go. I don't think I said that, did I? Nope. So the Glider Repair Log is on the website, and we also have the new listener survey yep. on the website. And thanks again to our patrons. Thank you to our patrons. And that I forgot to say before, one of the things that patrons get is ad-free programs. Yep. And they usually, like, if I can, usually get it a day early. Sometimes not. Yeah. But I usually try and get it out to patrons a day, sometimes two days, depending on when we record yeah. early. Yep. So, yeah, that should entice you. Yeah, thanks again. Anything Appreciate else? you. Appreciated. Good? I'm good. That's it. That's all I got. Gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Until next time, I'm Ron. I'm Tom. And I'm Dave. Good night. Good night. Good night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.